This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 15th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing on this Monday, President's Day morning? Doing well. Had a uh, great day off yesterday. Very relaxing as it is flipping cold. Now, I can't say it's as cold as, let's say, where my buddy Mike and Lacey are, or I should say my buddies. It's like negative 24 degrees in Kearney, uh, oh. Nebraska, where my sister is up in... Uh, uh, Wyoming, it's negative, I think, 20 degrees, Jeez. and it's a it's a warm, lovely negative 8 degrees currently here in Fort Collins, Colorado, so <laughs> loving this cold stuff, and I apologize to the fans on Friday, didn't set the right alarm and totally slept through the one little one that went off, thinking, yeah, one alarm should be plenty. This is why I usually set four to five alarms. But, uh, <laughs> I tried rolling with one on Friday, and it did not work well for me. That's all right. That's all right. Every once in a while, you just need that extra time to sleep in. You hit the snooze button. It happens. We won't hold it against yeah. you. All right. Yeah. So you guys got a best of Friday, but we're live. President's Day. Yeah. It's February, uh, what day is it? It's today? the 15th. The 15th? My notes are still from the 12th from Friday, so I have to... Change them so I don't read them like Ron Burgundy. So. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah, well, it's February 15th. <laughs> folks, let's go ahead and kick off the way uh, the show the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host, Tony, aside from freezing to death, because mm-hmm. that is certainly possible, what would be the worst way to die? Uh, drowning. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Any thoughts behind why that would be the worst compared to being burned alive or you know, um, whatever? I think it's just because that was that's always a fear of mine is is drowning. I think that one's a scary one. But uh, oh yeah, getting burned alive that sure as hell wouldn't <laughs> feel good, now would it? No. That'd no. actually be quite a painful way. Like if you're gonna go, I guess the the best way is to hopefully be quick and just. Pain free. You don't want to feel nothing. I yeah. would imagine. Yeah, you you would hope that uh, it would be just quick and easy. Now, uh, along the lines of drowning, I always thought that this would be one stage worse: uh, quicksand, because then you're drowning, but it's not water entering your lungs. It's wet sand and it's gravelly, and I think that would be Ooh. even worse. 
Okay, that that one ups. I never thought like that, but yeah, that's woof. <laughs> but I'm curious to see where this whole thing is leading to, and it's not Mr. Uh, Uncle Phil skeleton. No, no. Car. Yeah. But uh, to be fair, you don't have to worry about quicksand unless you're in like a Scooby-Doo comer- uh, cartoon. So, uh, like Scoob, like we gotta avoid the quicksand. Ruggie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while quicksand is unlikely, this one is far more likely and very sad, but a poultry factory worker was killed after she was sucked into a giant meat grinding machine in a horrific accident in Russia. Oh, yeah. The woman was pulled into the uh, mincer after her hand got trapped in machinery while she was moving chicken carcasses from one conveyor to another. Distressing security footage from the factory in Belisovo, showed the moment she was sucked into the machine. The employee died on the spot, said Russia's investigative committee. It's difficult to imagine what she experienced before she died, said a local report in Belisovo, Kaluga region. Employees of the plant who came running for her screams could no longer help her. The case came to light as officials released findings of an investigation which found a slew of safety breaches due to negligence. There were no protective shields on the machine, and there uh, was free access to its rotating mechanism, said the committee. Legal action is expected against the poultry farm and an organization responsible for providing workers uh, for the plant. Um, Goes to show, you know, if if you're working in a factory, you still have to be attentive. You still have to understand what's happening with the machinery around you because one little slip like that can pull you into the machine and, and just wreak havoc. That one's just brutal. Yeah. Ah, boy. The ways we like to uh, get things going. Yeah, what a way to kick off. We we try to end you on a happy note on Fridays with good news, and then we then we just like to shit all over your morning on a Monday, (laughs) just like that, just right out the gate. Welcome to the week. Well, speaking of the beginning of the week, we've got a wonderful show lined up for you guys today, folks. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly, I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. Yeah, that would be nice, no more Mondays. But it is a holiday, so it doesn't really count as a uh, Monday for a lot of people. With that being said, as we do on Mondays, we've got Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We have a segment called More Disney Facts. Mm, Our call-in topic. I like that one. Oh, I do too. Our call-in topic today is your morning routine. How do you get up out of bed in the morning? What do you do to get yourself ready? (laughs) That should be a fun one. Moving forward, we've got, well, that was random. We close out the day with This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 15th. 
Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour day, seven-day week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Make you, maybe you were sucked into some factory equipment. Well, we want to know about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, February 15th, and here's your Filippo Press. Bye! I was like, okay, maybe it's a delayed one. Uh, <laughs> Hustler Magazine founder Larry Flint passed away uh, on Friday at age 78. Uh, the Dirty Birdie. What, 78? I thought of that at the last minute. I should have put that in. True Lies reboot pilot ordered at CBS. Yeah, jump! Come on, Dana! Get on! Get on board with the reboot! Chappelle's show is back on Netflix after Dave Chappelle resolved his dispute with the streamer. He is now getting paid for his show, so now you can support him by watching his Chappelle shows because now he finally gets paid because he signed a really bad deal originally with that. Uh, Peacemaker TV series is set for release in January 2022. That's John Cena's character in the new James Gunn Suicide Squad. Jack Black joins Borderlands movie as Claptrap. I don't know. I never played Borderlands, but uh, Jack Black being in it can only make your movie that much better. I guess it's a uh, robot of some sort. That's all I know. Uh, well, with him uh, being behind the voice of it, that should uh, make it that much uh, more entertaining, I would imagine. Right. But, uh, yeah, so the box office is still a thing. Have you seen a movie this weekend? Um, to the movies? Nope. Not at all. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's gone to a movie in a while. I honestly, I don't think that they really are open here in Fort Collins because I never see anyone there. But then again, what the hell is playing? Well, since the problem, but we have a new number one movie this weekend. Any guesses what the new number one movie is? Um, it's not The Little Things. That's the last two. Um, boy, I don't even know what came. Oh, uh, Willy's Wonderland. Okay. It's Bad Grandpa. Oh, is it really? No, I'm just Oh, no, I was going to say, just, what? <laughs> just kidding. But it is something else. Uh, the Crudes in New Age is number one. Interesting. It came out all the way in November. All right. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of random. I put that in reader view, and then it blocks out my entire uh, box office report. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, The Crudes came in. It brought in $2.4 bringing its uh, grand total of the box office to 48.3. Judas... Not the Fozzie song, but and the Black Messiah um, started. And that's uh, that brought in two million. The little thing slipped to number three. It also brought in two million. So I guess it kind of tied for number two. Okay. If it brought in exactly two million, is Judas um, bringing its total to ten point two? The Marksman, aka Taken Nine, with Liam Neeson brought in one point one to bring its total to ten point four. Wonder Woman 84, still swinging that golden lasso, brought in 1.1, bringing its total to 41.8 million. Still ain't enough to catch the crudes. A movie called Land, okay. 0.94, that's a new movie. Monster Hunter, brought in 0.65, bringing its total to 12.6. News of the World, brought in 0.385, bringing its total to 11.3. Promising Young 
women. One point, it brought in point one eight two, bringing its total to four point nine two. And lastly, rounding out the decrepit, sad, pathetic box office report, the war with Grandpa, still kicking. Point one eight, bringing its total to twenty million. That's your box office report for this weekend. It's just, ah, uh, I, I just, I, I, when things start to feel a little bit normal, like at work, mm -hmm. uh, this past weekend. We had abundance amounts of Clorox wipes, toilet paper. Uh, we had variety, man. We had two different Charmins. What? KS paper. Yeah, dude. We had <laughs> Ultra Soft and Ultra Strong. We had bamboo paper or toilet paper. We had Bounty. And what I'm saying is, I was like, for the first time during this whole pandemic, I was like, this kind of feels like normal. And it was crazy busy. The only thing different was people wearing masks and... It was just, it was a crazy weekend uh, at the old Costco, but uh, I, I want to start talking about the box office report in that regards. Like, oh man, this movie came out, and this right. movie did good, and I don't have to mention The War with Grandpa anymore. <laughs> that would be nice, right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm looking for, just a little livelihood in there. But uh, We'll get there. Nonetheless, that, that's where we're at this week. It still hasn't changed, it's still about the same. Um, but you know what did come out this weekend, which is pretty exciting. Uh, Christian and I get very excited when they have new trailers, and you know, and we know movies got pushed back, so you're not going to see a whole lot of new, fresh trailers. But every once in a while, you do get a trailer that drops, and uh, well, yesterday we were treated to a brand new, which is full-on trailer of just of uh, of Snyder's uh, Justice League, and. I gotta say, my friend, uh, big reveal at the end. What do you think? Uh, you know, I think it looks better than the Joss Whedon version. Um, you know, for the longest time they were calling Justice League the Snyder Cut. Now it's called Zack Snyder's The Justice League. But, uh, I mean, essentially it is a whole second movie's worth of movie. So it's going to be four hours long. Um, but I'm looking forward to what he does with it, see what his original intention was before he had to step away from the project originally. This would be like the Ben-Hur of VHS cassettes. It'd be like a triple cassette. It would one-up the Titanic, and it'd be an ultra-big box Oh yeah. for Justice League. And uh, at the end, we got a little preview of Lacey's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that was the crap. That was the real good Joker laugh, though. But, uh. Ah! 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 <laughs> Gangsta Joker's back. Although he did. He looked pretty good. He didn't have, like, any voice to him, though. It was just like. He just talked normal. Yeah, yeah. Like. But well, he did have a cool look. I, I like that look of the Joker way better than his Gangster Joker. Now, the thing is, when we saw him, he was in the, the nightmare realm, you know, the Batman's future look. So I don't know if he's only going to exist in that view of him or if we're going to see him in the quote-unquote real world. Yeah, and, it, and just to kind of describe to the audience, if you didn't see it, definitely go check out the trailer. It looks good. I mean, it, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It's still going to have that DC flavor to it, so... I'm just not going to expect much more out of it, but, you know, I don't know how many, I don't know if I could sit and watch it in one setting. Four hours is a lot to set aside for your day. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's asking a lot. You might get like two hours, I find a breaking point, and go back to it later. That might have to be how I do that movie, because that's quite a bit. I don't blame um, you. But the Joker looks like uh, he just, 
he just got out of the meat department and uh, he's got long he let his long greasy hair down and it's just it's greasy and it looks like he ate a damn uh, red popsicle like that <laughs> that thing is caked around his mouth and uh and it went back up I don't know. I'm excited. It looks a lot better, and uh, I expect Friday to chime in at any point. His, I'm talking about her man, Jared Leto. So. <laughs> but nonetheless, but that was it for uh, movie news that came out this weekend. Kind of a slow one. There's quite a bit of TV news that creeped out over the last couple of days. Um, Live-action Powerpuff Girls series uh, was ordered by the CW, so it I, should be interesting. Um, I heard about that. Is it going to be sort of like that Riverdale vibe where it's like a, a teeny soap opera-y? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there's no pictures, but I'll read you a little synopsis of what I got here. Um, it will center around the girls who are now delusionized 20-something-year-olds who resent they lost their childhood years to fighting crime. Uh, the series will answer the question of whether or not the former team reunites once more with their crime-fighting skills and if they are needed again. The series come from the writers and producers Heather Rayner and Diablo Cody, which, uh, under the executive producing banner of Vita Vera Films, Rayner worked on the Veronica Mars revival, I Zombie, and Sleepy Hollow, while Cody is best known for writing Juno and working on Jennifer's Body and Young Adult. Greg Berlanti, David Madden, and Sarah Scheider will executive produce the show under Berlanti production's banner erica kinner and warner brothers will produce the show um doesn't really give us a whole lot it was a very uh vibrant bright cartoon on cartoon network the mm-hmm. big eyes big heads little bodies i think there was even a monkey in a turban that like telepathically talked. i think he was the main bad guy i couldn't tell oh, you what okay. his name is but um oh it was uh, mojo jojo oh okay yeah so um not sure if you guys are excited about that. Uh, let us know down below in our uh, on the Phoenix fan page, or you can call us on the Phoenix line. We could discuss these things. We could talk about them in entertainment news. You could let us know how you feel about this stuff. Um, and then, lastly, in uh, entertainment news today, we'll end this one before we get to the birthdays. Um, a show that I know Christian is very fond of. In fact, you might hear during the commercial break. You might hear. This guy say cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo over and over. It happens often. But uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming to an end after the eighth season. It's the last ride. Um, They put out, the way I see it, this is our last ride. Let us go out in a blaze of glory. So, um, obviously, the show is now on Fox. It ran on NBC beforehand. Um, or wait, is it now? It was on Fox, and now yep. it's on NBC. Exactly. Right? Yep. Okay. Flip flop. Yep. I apologize. Um, but NBC has announced the final season. Um, has a lot to contend to. Um, said they had a bunch of plans for season eight, but then the George Floyd death happened, and Black Lives Matter movement happened, so they scrapped what they had and they redid the season. Um, but they have no doubt that the ending will be, and it says this, so I'm not making it up. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, that's that's how it says it. But uh, you know, I I just started the show uh, about a month ago, and I'm halfway through season one. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think it's uh, rather entertaining. It's a great show from beginning to end. The switch over to networks really didn't affect the stride, but uh, it is sad to see it ending. But eight seasons is a nice long run. 
it is a great run, and Andy Samberg, top-notch. Very funny, and uh, look forward to uh, catching up, and I'll have to binge it. Now that it's part of the Peacock service, I can watch all of them. It's all on there. There you go. Um, yeah, so. But we'll have more entertainment news tomorrow. Let's go on to the birthday. It's my birthday! Weirdly enough, there is only one real birthday today, so I had to pull throughout the weekend. Okay. So here's your All weekend right. sandwich of birthdays, just so you kind of have some. But uh, the last one is truly the day. But uh, celebrating birthdays over the weekend, Canadian voice actress who voiced dozens of memorable memorable characters, including Timmy on The Fairly Odd Parents, Dill Pickles on The Rugrats, Ben Tennyson on Ben Ten, Raven on Team Titans. Twilight Sparkle on My Little Pony, and ironically, one of the powder uh, Powderpuff Girls, um, Tara Strong, 47, one of our faves. We actually got to meet her for our Proton Pack. Yeah. Very nice. She almost did a thing. One snap and this mad titan changed it all, though he did time travel with the dead in a pool of sarcasm and language not meant for cable. This former Goonie is 52, Mr. Josh Brolin. Try to tie his what I could in there. Um, and this was from Friday. I put this on there. I go, it's Friday, not Wednesday. Christina Ricci is 40. If you know, you know. <laughs> that was so lame. Uh, the number two draft pick in 2012 played for the WFT football team and now backs up Lamar Jackson. At least I think he still does. He outlasted luck when there in 2012, Mr. Robert Griffin the third is 30. Former 90s talk show host. He will be seen with Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. Arsenio Hall is 64, and he looks the same as he did in the 80s. Yeah, he does. Quarterback who was selected 26th overall in the 2016 draft by the Denver Broncos. Who led us to the crapper? What a waste of a pick. Happy birthday, kid. Paxton Lynch is 26. And today, the real and only birthday, brilliant creator, of some unknown TV shows. Maybe you've heard of them. The Simpsons, Futurama. Eh. He also was known for a long-running comic strip, Life in Hell. Matt Groening is 66. That is your birthdays for February 15th and over the weekend. And hope you all had a good Valentine's Day. That's it. Well, folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we've got Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 15th. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, you can. I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. 
Well, it is Monday, and as we do on Mondays, we like to explore the strange things that kids do with a little segment we call Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. All right. Uh, testing. Does it sound all right? I think it does. I think it does. All right. Sorry. We had a little, uh, <clears throat> sound like a fan was blowing or something, so we had to log out and log on. Uh during the break. Ah, uh, so the behind-the-scenes look at the Christian yeah. Phoenix radio show. So. Yeah, a little, little, little oofy there, but uh, hopefully that sounds so better. So far, so good. Uh, so, Christian, i got to ask, you have two lovely boys, and obviously they're a little bit older now. They're still very young, mm-hmm. but as they were younger, did you ever notice that if they had, like, imaginary friends, did they, did they talk about somebody being there, but there really wasn't someone there? Because mm-hmm. I'm not a parent so i haven't had this and i don't recall as a kid having an imaginary friend but (laughs) so my boys never had imaginary friends but it's funny that you bring this up because my older brother's birthday was just last week we all got together and uh, the story came out about how his imaginary friend told him to wash my dad's car with a rock uh, when he was a little kid and so uh, he had one for sure that's crazy. Yeah, I love hearing these stories because it's fascinating. I I don't recall having one. Did you have one nope. as a kid? Nope, never had yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, I just had friends or I was to myself. So, um, that's uh, that. So, sorry about that little ding action there. Um, <clears throat> but where I was going with this is uh, I decided to pull a, a list. There's uh, just kids who've had imaginary friends. Is it made up? Are they seeing dead? Who knows? But here are some parent tweets. So uh, here we go. Um, I wonder if Drop Dead one. Fred is any of them. Yeah, we'll find out. Huh? That was such a good movie. I don't uh, know if it holds up. It does not. 100% okay, does not kid. hold up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, because it has my hottie Phoebe Cates in it. So I always appreciated that. Um, at Excited American on Twitter... Same thing happened with my son. His imaginary friend's name was John. My brother John died two years ago before my son was born. I had pictures of John, and I said one time to my son, he would have loved you. And my kids said, oh, he does, and he misses you. I cried in the closet. That's a fitting, fitting soundbite for this. uh, That's scary, yeah. Yeah. That'd be like, don't talk to John no more. James Breakwall, Exploding Unicorn, on Twitter said, I heard my four-year-old arguing by herself. She doesn't have imaginary friends. She has imaginary enemies. Interesting. That's that's unique. Uh, I I can't go outside because Red and and Debbie are going to bully me. They're going to take my lunch money. Who's Red and Debbie? (laughs) Well, they're out there. You can't Uh, see them, though. Okay. Jared Rosalio on Twitter my almost five-year-old was playing with his imaginary friend, and when I asked about it, he said, "No, I'm the imaginary friend." Now I have my next book idea. Ooh. So in a twist, the kid is his own imaginary friend. That's like some uh, Inception meets uh, the Sixth Sense type thing, right yeah. there. Yeah. Isn't that weird? If your kid said that to you, you're just like, "Huh? Ooh, okay. Interesting. Weird." Uh, Barlow Adams. Um, he had a conversation with uh, with his kid. Can I sleep with you? Me. Why? Nine-year-old. I had a dream about the lullaby lady. Who? An old woman with no skin on her hands. Why do you call her that? 
because she stands next to your bed and hums while you sleep. Sure, just let Daddy put the house up for sale real quick. That's and terrifying. it's even got a name! The Lullaby Lady. That's creepy. <laughs> I, Such a good name for a for a uh, haunted character, though. I was going to say, I smell a new horror franchise coming. Yeah, that kid, they better trademark that. Right. Wow, Lullaby Lady, that's pretty cool. It's creepy. Uh, Claire Force one on Twitter. My son at four years old had an imaginary friend called Sydney. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I recall this lovely conversation once. Mummy... Please, could I have a blanket? Sydney is always cold. Of course. Why do you think he's cold? He's dead. And never slept again. Whoa. That's just crazy. Like, where, like, do kids really see this? I, right. It's just, it's boggling. Did it's they, just boggling. Did they sneak in while the parents were watching a horror movie one day and it just sort of stuck with them? They Who knows, but yeah. still scary. Wow. Action Cookbook on Twitter said, Big morning here already. My son developed his first imaginary friend. And then we ran it over, backing out of the garage. So. <laughs> yep. So, because John ended up under the car. I'm guessing that, that the kid, if I'm taking it right, Probably had a meltdown because dad accidentally ran over the imaginary friend. <laughs> so That's the, what I'm thinking, or he purposely did it. The funny thing with that is, uh, going back to my brother's imaginary friend, uh, they were in the car one day getting ready to pull out, and Josh screams at the top of his lungs to stop. He didn't want uh, my dad backing over his imaginary friend's Porsche that was parked right behind his my dad's. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, I bet if you asked Josh, he probably was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't explain it. Sorry. Oh, at Valerie Girl on Twitter. While tucking in my son, he casually told me he lived in a life a long time ago where his name was Gerald. And he had a brother, Cole, who was also his business partner. And they died together in a car crash. So please join me in not sleeping at all tonight. LOL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and that would have been crazy um, if, and creepier, if there were actually two people with those names that maybe she knew that was actually like that happened. So, right, or it was the previous owners who lived there or something along those lines. Something, yeah, it's so weird. Uh, at Brian Hope Comedy on Twitter, I kind of wish my five-year-old told me before he invited all of his buddies to his imaginary friend's birthday party this weekend. <laughs> so just, that's awesome. Hey, come over. Gerald's going to have a party. It's going to be cool. Who's Gerald? Don't worry about it. He's a cool dude. I promise. That's brilliant as a kid. You can be like, uh, my imaginary friend's birthday party. Bring gifts. Bring gifts because Gerald wants yeah. gifts. And uh, Gerald likes Pokemon. He likes Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. All the same things I like, but they're for Gerald. So bring them. It's weird. Yeah, they're not for me. Oh, and by the way, we're going to have pizza. Mom, you need to order the pizza, and we're going to have to get some soda. Can we have a sleepover while we're at it? Is that cool? <laughs> All right. Uh, Dina HRS Smith on Twitter. My daughter had an imaginary friend slash enemy named Bubba, which isn't exactly a common name. One day, I was in the bathroom at Target with my daughter, by the way, when another little girl told her, her mom, she couldn't come in until Bubba left. Ooh. So it was like a different kid that said that. Whoa. They both oh. saw Bubba. That's Isn't scary. that crazy? 
Alright, well, I'm gonna have to save this list for another time, because uh, there is a ton of them on here, but uh, for sure. I do see that we're at the time limit, so uh, <laughs> that's, the kids do say the darndest things, but I will put this one in the back pocket and dust it off another day. I like it. Well, folks, that does it for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. When we come back, we've got a segment called More Disney Facts. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Monday, February 15th. Now we've reached the final segment of the first hour, but don't fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our interactive portion of the show where we're asking what your morning routine is. Now, if you missed a portion of the show, you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of which, last week we celebrated Pixar's 30th anniversary, talking about our favorite Pixar movies. And about a week, two weeks before that, we had done uh, a version of this, talking about Disney facts that you may or may not have known, but we found so fascinating. I mean, it just... uh, crazy to think that uh, with the the huge history of Disney that uh, there were things that you didn't know otherwise. So wanted to run down those again with you guys, hopefully spark a little interest, and uh, some of these might make you you think a little bit. So uh, let's go ahead and kick off with the first one. This from uh, Twitter user Fact Buffet. In fact, I think he compiled all of these together. Yes, he did. He said, a deer poacher in the U.S. was sentenced to a year in jail and was ordered to watch Bambi once a month throughout his sentence. I love it when judges come up with creative solutions to uh, to problems. Obviously, he didn't legally hunt deer, um, but he was forced to watch Bambi once a month, which uh, I don't know if that got him to change his mind, but at least it was a fitting punishment for what he was doing. Right. <laughs> Oh, let's keep moving on. Uh, Let's use this one as our transition. It's a trap! Since Star Wars is part of the uh, Disney universe now. This one, uh, Mulan, was the first Disney princess to kill people on screen. I guess I didn't realize that uh, no Disney princess had killed anybody before, but it's fitting that it was Mulan, considering... uh, you know, the war that she went into, and uh, it wasn't even the live-action version, it was the cartoon version. Yeah, then she's also the first, Mulan is the first Disney princess to be in Star Wars and Marvel, so. Well, that. Oh, the actress, the voice actress, yeah. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, yeah. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Took me. She's now and all. I saw like that on a uh, post the other day. I was like, oh, that's neat. That is interesting, yeah. I, it took me a second to put two and two together, but uh, that makes sense. What are you talking about, dude? Right. <laughs> no, uh, let's keep moving on. We're talking about more Disney facts. It's a trap! 
Did you know that the original Mary Poppins was filmed entirely indoors? So even when they were outside flying a kite, flying around, it was all in a soundstage. The streets that uh, they filmed on were just uh, basically facades and, and a, uh, a back lot that was an indoor back lot. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah so That's weird. That's what we're here for. We're here to make you guys say, I did not know that. Just like Tony did. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. We're talking more Disney facts. It's a trap. It's not a trap, but, uh, you know, obviously Disney has rolled in the Marvel Universe. They've also rolled in the Star Wars Universe. But did you know that Aunt May has gotten younger with each new Spider-Man series? Obviously, we had uh, the original Aunt May from the Tobey Maguire series. I don't remember what her name was. She, you, was, she was very old in that one. She was. <laughs> Yeah. In the Andrew Garfield one, we had uh, Sally Field, who, yeah, she was older. Since when did you become the physical type? <laughs> Not as old as the original Aunt May. And then you have Marissa Tomei, who, uh, ooh, she's probably the best looking of uh, all the Aunt Mays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double, <laughs> double family kind of. <laughs> oh, let's keep moving on. We're talking more Disney facts. It's a trap. This one's not a trap. Frozen was the first Disney animated feature film to be directed by a woman. And you think how recent Frozen was and how many you know Disney feature films there were beforehand. That's kind of mind-blowing that uh, it's the first one to be directed by a woman. But uh, good on Disney for uh, you know telling the story of a princess with somebody who could probably more accurately do that than uh, even a guy could. Yeah, definitely. Roger, roger. All right, we're talking more Disney facts. Let's keep moving on. It's a trap. Tony, do you know who the uh, first Disney princess was to have a visible tattoo? Who was all tatted up? No. Pocahontas. She has the red. They're almost like spikes coming down. But, uh, yeah, again, you know, with Disney's wholesome kind of ideology, uh, you wouldn't think about tattoos. But, obviously, this pays tribute to, uh, you know, her Native American culture and uh, has a visible tattoo on her. Wow. I kind of forgot about that. It's Brittany, bitch. (laughs) Pocahontas is definitely not Brittany. Let's keep moving on. We're talking more Disney facts. It's a trap. Did you know that Roz in Monsters, Inc. was actually voiced by a man? Mike Wazowski. No, I did not know that was a man. Yep, yep. <laughs> it doesn't say who That's... the actor was, but... Oh, uh, his name was... My name is Jeff. Probably Jeff. Yeah, probably Jeff. <laughs> oh, let's keep moving on. Al <laughs> Wazowski. You do it better than I do. For sure. I should have done that when I was cutting uh, voice promos for uh, possible for a project that you and I got going on behind the scenes. I should have should have added that in my repertoire. I didn't do that voice. That would have been a good one. Oh well, well, if we need it, we'll use it. But uh, let's keep moving maybe on. I'll, maybe I'll record some lines with that and send it as bonus. There you go. We're talking Disney facts. It's a trap. Did you know, Tony, that Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Jumanji and Captain America, the first Avenger, were all directed by the same director, Joe Johnston. No. no. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you don't think that, of that. But... That bug is funny. <laughs> and you think about how long ago Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was and sort of the tone of that compared to, like, Captain America, the first Avenger, but uh, all the same guy? Wow. Oh, these are These are definitely... 
It's good trivia facts right there, too. It is. These, these oh, are yeah. something you can pull out just you know, out of your ass the next time you're uh, with a big group of people. And by the way, did you know? Let's keep rolling on. We're talking more Disney facts. What? It's a trap! Ah, did you know that Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the first movie to f- ever show both Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny on screen together? Obviously, you've got that one. I that one I did know. Yeah, Disney with uh, Mickey Mouse, Warner Brothers with Bugs Bunny. It was a huge deal for them to get both those characters to be on screen, and as part of the um, the negotiating to get them on. They had to have equal screen time for each of the uh, each side's characters, which uh, I thought was crazy. The fact that they were able to get those to work out in such a great movie. Very interesting. As yeah. a little kid, I didn't understand that. I, I was like, oh, okay, so Daffy Duck's playing a piano right next to Donald Duck. I go, that's weird. My, <laughs> as a little kid, I didn't understand it. I was just like, whoa, this is... I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, man, they got they got Disney and they got... Looney Tunes and it was the first time that I understood how movie rights worked because you know you think about it now and, and for you know all of the Marvel movies you you often wondered you know well why couldn't they bring in the X-Men why couldn't they bring in Fantastic Four why couldn't they bring in Spider-Man because those were owned by different studios at the time obviously uh, aside from Spider-Man they're all owned by uh, Marvel again yeah well it's weird I know in Space Jam 2 from what I heard um they're going to do a lot of crossovers with other Warner Brother properties in that movie. So that should be interesting. That should be. But oh. They own those properties. You might as well use them. Yeah. Hopefully it's better than the original Space Jam. That movie does not hold up. No, I'm sure it's going to be equally crappy. But <laughs> I'm not saying I won't watch it. All right. We're moving on. We're talking more Disney facts. It's a trap. Speaking of rights, uh, in the original story, Pinocchio kills the cricket with a hammer shortly after meeting him. Uh, Obviously, that wasn't the Disney version, but uh, Pinocchio is one of those, um, what do they call them, common... uh, uh, It's like the uh, birthday song. What are they called? Uh, Basically, one of those characters that doesn't belong to anybody, so anybody has the right to make a film based on it. Uh, hence the which is why we're getting so many Pinocchios and gods. We talked about this with Godzilla and Kong. Like they're just no one owns them. Exactly, so anyone can take a stab at it. Yeah, in fact, but, Guillermo del Toro is doing a version uh, that we'll see soon. Yeah, well, there was a preview of a live action Pinocchio that I had to cover on Pop Culture Kaboom and. It looked frightening. Not the movie itself, just the way Pinocchio looked. It was very, uh, just just the look of him could give you nightmares. It looked pretty bad, to be yeah. sure. But the whole fact, I, I was trying to find my little screep, my little screep, my sheep scream button, but I don't see it. But I was going to play that. Like, how dark is that? Well, let conscience be your guide. Smack! <laughs> Fatality. And then finally, in more Disney facts. It's a trap! Tony, did you know that uh, Woody has a last name? Is it Woodpecker? No. (laughs) (laughs) Woody from Toy Story, his last name is Pride. Woody Pride. Who would have thought? Oh. Well, folks, that does it. He's not hard, Woody. There you go. Folks, that does it for the first hour. When we come back, we've got the interactive portion. What is your morning routine? Don't go anywhere. Enjoy our long break. Hit the bathroom. Listen to the news. Grab some tea. Do what you need to do. And we'll see you guys back here in about seven minutes. Seven. Thank you.
Wrap it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, everybody, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 15th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you ready for the fastest hour of the day? I sure am, man. Hour one was pretty quick, but hour two seems to always jet by, so let's roll. Yeah, it does, especially on a President's Day where, uh, you know, things are a little uh, off on a Monday anyway. Uh, Anytime you've got a holiday that uh, is also a day that you have to work, but nobody else does. But, uh, you know, it's just the way it goes. You know, We, we, we try to bring as much entertainment to you guys as possible. Absolutely. You're going to be in anyways. You might as well. Just watch and listen and interact. Have fun. Exactly. Speaking of interacting, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day, which is why we give it to you 24 hours in advance, so that way you can give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Today's topic is your morning routine. What do you do to get yourself up, to get yourself going for the day? Uh, Is it fairly normal? Is it weird? Is it routine? Could it be different every day? Which doesn't make sense to me. Mine is almost like clockwork. But uh, that's what we want to find out about is your morning routine and some of the things that uh, you do to get yourself going for the day. So, uh, Tony, would you mind sharing what your normal morning routine is? Maybe not Fridays, but a normal one. Wake up! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Friday's definitely a little different. Sleeping in is not something I get to do often. Uh, that's my Sunday routine. Sunday's uh, my sleep-in day. That I definitely... But, like, my body wakes up uh, right around the 8.30 mark anyways. Just not Friday, apparently. It just depends <laughs> on how late I was the night before at uh, Costco. But a typical morning... Uh, kind of is a text between you and i about 8 30 making sure i'm up it's a good morning text just hey and then from that point i kind of just lay there and then you know listen to whatever's playing on the radio for a little bit watch uh watch a quick sports thing on espn and then get up brush the teeth slap on something for the show make it look good whether it's a hat when i have longer hair or brush it if it's short uh, brush the teeth, get my tea made. We log on about uh, 8.50. Um, yeah. Well, my time, 8.50, 7.50, yours. We do a few tests, make sure the sound, the video, everything's going proper. And then we part. We say, hey, we part ways for until the show kicks off. And that's during the time I make my tea, get my zip fizz, and then uh, come do the show during the break of the show. Go make a smoothie, tea, whatever. After the show, we BS for a little bit. I go to the gym. 
I say hi to the Sherwood Forest, and then I go out, and then I go out to the gym, work out, and I go to work. You know, it's typical. <laughs> that's a typical day for yeah. me. Almost like I stretch that a bit because I have so far no one's chimed in. So just stretch. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, we are talking morning routines. Wake up! Wake up! Uh, for me, I you know I I can't roll out of bed uh, you know twenty minutes before we start the show. Unfortunately, it's just not the way I'm hardwired. There are some things that I have to do. So uh, you know, the show starts at eight. I get up at six o'clock. Uh, first thing I do is I visit the Sherwood Forest because uh, you know it, it's it's just the way that my my stomach is hardwired, for lack of a better term. And uh, from there, I will go through. I'll get rid of uh, any emails that uh, are either junk or don't apply, and then save the ones that I have to address later. After that, I will do yoga for about an hour. I'll stretch. Uh, I have uh, what's called fibromyalgia. And so uh, normally I wake up in, in quite a bit of pain and stiffness. And so I have to do yoga for that 45 minutes to an hour just to get things moving, get the body going. And then uh, I'll head on down. I'll make some breakfast, uh, you know, some orange juice. I'll make some bacon, eggs, and spinach. Um, from there, Load up the computer, get everything ready, connect with Tony at uh, 7.30 my time, 8.30 his, um, and then really kind of do last-minute prep on the show before you know we connect, connect via Zoom at uh, usually about 7.50, 7.55. And at that point, uh, hopefully the, uh, the caffeine is kicking in, the food is kicking in, and uh, I'm ready to go for when we start the show here at 8.05 uh, here on the Pacific Standard Time. But, uh, you know, that's my morning routine. That's how I get going. And uh, for some people, that is normal. For other people, it is way out of the realm of what they do. A lot of people just want to roll over or get up and, and, and uh, do what, you know, head on into work or, or grab a quick bite to eat on the way. But, uh, no, I need about two hours of prep before I'm really good to go in the morning. So oh, absolutely, we want to hear about your morning routine. What do you do? Is it normal? Is it weird? Let us know. Go ahead and head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment there with your morning routine. Folks, when we come back, it is all about you. Let us know. We'll talk to you guys soon. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 15th. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. Now, if you do want to chime in, head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there, comment with uh, your story or uh, comment or whatever it may be. On today's topic, which is your morning routine, uh, we talked about Tony's before the break. We talked about mine, which uh, starts a couple hours even earlier than that. And uh, one thing that Tony forgot to share is that uh, to wake himself up, he normally has a rock block cranked up to 11 uh, to uh, get him going in the morning. I, I wish it was a rock block. It's just a Sony speaker. <laughs> <laughs> the old one. It's And you know what's cool is it's an old 
old ass iPod that's just connected to it, and it's just on this whatever playlist that I had back. It's it's literally my entire music collection on there. I hear some good bands like the other day. I was woken up to like by Stereo Mud, um, From Zero, a lot of stuff I haven't listened to in God knows how long. I'm like, oh, I remember this song. This is good stuff. Oh yeah. But, and I don't like. I have Alexa, and I I'll set alarm with hers, but hers isn't very loud. And, okay. And that one's I could cheat. All I have to do is say, "All right, Alexa, snooze," and it just snoozes. <laughs> so, I don't really have to do much other than talk. Uh, yeah, well, the other one I actually have to get up and hit the damn button. I always thought it was funny that uh, somebody created an alarm clock that uh, had like all train tires on it. And when the alarm went off, it would start taking off and roaming around the room and off the, the, the counter. And you would have to get your ass out of bed in order to stop it from, from going, which is brilliant because you can't just reach over and hit yeah. the snooze. You can't do what you do you know, with Alexa and say, Alexa, snooze, because... None of that uh, can happen with that one. So smart no, way to go. It is, it's an annoying trade I have, too. I've been that way since I was a, probably a teenager. I don't think that's changed. Um, the ex-wife used to hate that crap. I know when I stay with you, poor Jesse, man, it's set in the morning. She's just like, dude, can you tell Tony to... Well, and even when we were roommates, you know, got uh, Metallica right when you were waking up every morning, cranked up to 11. And, uh, you know, it's a good way to make sure you're up. That's for sure. It it is. It is good. But there is the downside of that is if it's a good song, you don't get up. You rock it. Sometimes it incorporates your dreams. Sometimes like I've heard songs. And I'm having a dream, and it incorporates it. All of a sudden, I go, "Holy crap! That was my alarm!" And I, <laughs> so sometimes I'll put a mixture of some of some stuff that I don't listen to, so that way, if it's annoying, um, it, it'll prompt me to get up faster. Well, that's like, there's a weird text tone, and it's just like, "Okay, hey, hey," and it just says something stupid like that. <laughs> super fun time yay okay and it just repeats it's super annoying so i'm like oh god that's a good up. one to use i use the uh one of the ones that's preloaded onto the iphone that sounds like a, a nuclear meltdown it's that alarm that, that wah, oh, yeah. wah, wah. it has to be annoying because if it's soft and pleasant and yeah, it can't be pleasant yeah, yeah. it's not waking i set I set mine to the X-Men theme song today on uh, the iPhone, and it was too low. I didn't hear it. That's a good thing. You probably had a backup because I know you oh, yeah. uh, you were up yeah, earlier Friday, than normal. Friday, I did not set one. There was set one alarm. I had <laughs> It had one job to do, and it did not do its job. That's all right. Folks, we are talking your morning routine. What do you do to get yourself going in the morning? Wake up! Wake up! Uh, Tony, has anybody chimed in on your end as far as what their morning routine is? Yeah, you know, got a couple of uh, of our usual super fans. So thank you guys for tuning in and uh, participating, especially on days where, uh, you know, you don't get a whole lot of interaction. But uh, that's why we have lists and things. But uh, Lacey, um, basically her morning consists of getting up, making coffee. She, they, Her and her husband, they work from home, so... She works a little, she gets up, feeds uh, my nephew Anders, gets him to play a little bit, then she gets him to take a nap, then she goes back to work, and that's a typical morning uh, for the Yendras, because usually in the other room, Michael, her and Mike work for the same company, they do different jobs for it, and uh, 
Mike will go in the other room. He's got his office where he'll he'll set up the uh, Phoenix Media or the Christian Phoenix uh, radio show, and he'll be listening and watching and doing his stuff while he's doing there. So, and then on top of that, you know, school's not back in session for Bella, so they have to make sure she's set up as well. So oh, there's learning. quite a bit that goes on in the Yendra household in the morning. It's uh, While the dream of being at home is great, there is a lot of moving components in that household. Oh, definitely, especially when you have kids, you know, you yeah. A lot you have to do before you can start taking care of yourself. Yeah, you got to get them set up. And then uh, Jamie Anna basically uh, trying to open hers on the snap, but there's a video and I don't want to open the video because <laughs> uh, I don't know what that would say. But let me see if I can just uh, go to the chat thing. There we go. Okay. See, I've used Snapchat a lot. I should know how to navigate through that without opening something. Um, basically, she drives to work, washes his face, brushes teeth, um, gets ready while driving to work. work? Well, I, I don't think she does that while driving. Oh, okay, all right. That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of tough, <laughs> you know. I think uh, they have uh, where she works in the morning. They have like a a bathroom stuff because she shares uh, an apartment with two other girls, and I think sometimes there's a lot if you're sharing one bathroom and. So I think she goes over to the school, gets prepped, and all that stuff. Um, she basically drinks the smoothie, and then uh, that's that's basically her morning. It's it's a you know wash your face, brush your teeth, get ready, change clothes, etc. All right, you basically yeah. Sue stuff. So pretty routine, routine. Yeah, it's a routine, routine. I like that. <laughs> it's a routine, routine. Well, folks, we are talking morning routines, what you do when you wake up to uh, get ready for your day. Wake up! Wake up! Feel free to chime in on our Facebook page. Uh, what on 40 pounds of makeup? <laughs> on the Why'd list. you leave the kiss up on the table? Because <laughs> you wanted to. <laughs> uh, your, your, your surge impression is slightly off, but... Uh, <laughs> no, that this is the little kid version of System of a Dad. I like it. <laughs> BYOB! <laughs> Folks, feel free to chime in on our live video. In the meantime, we're going to run down some uh, habits uh, you should avoid first thing in the morning. Of course, uh, many of these are things that we do actually do. For instance, the first one, hitting the snooze button. Sounds familiar, Tone, huh? <laughs> oh, I love the snooze button. Me and snooze, we, we go back. We go back to the 90s. <laughs> well, more than half of Americans say they hit the snooze button daily. So you know that if you do it too, you're in good company. Also, it's really not your fault. Growing research suggests that work days and school days start too early, causing millions of kids and adults to lose out on the hours of sleep their brains and bodies need. So trying to sneak in a few last-minute Zs might seem like your only recourse, but alas, it doesn't work. It's so tempting to keep hitting snooze, said Nikit Sunpal, a New York City-based internist and faculty member at the Toro College of Medicine, but it's not beneficial. That's because the extra minutes you eke out at that point aren't actually restorative, even if they feel good at the time. Plus, you could be disrupting the longer periods of REM sleep that tend to happen early in the morning and frequent interruptions to the natural sleep cycle that have been linked to a range of both mental effects, the cognitive issues and depression, as well as physical ones like metabolic problems. So um, when you're hitting snooze, you're not going back into a deep sleep. It's sort of just a surface level, level snooze that uh, doesn't do anything for you. Even though it feels it good doesn't. at the time. It feels good, though. 
It does. Like, I like it. I, I like doing it, but I know it's not good for you. Because I, I do get the good deep sleep for a while, but then I don't want to wake up. Because you know? <laughs> I've, I've tried it, uh, not yesterday, but I think it was Super Bowl Sunday. I tried no alarms, mm-hmm. and, I, and I got to sleep uh, to, like, 1030, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. On the weekend, you know, my body isn't one to just naturally wake up. If I let it go without alarms on the weekend, I will sleep in till 930, 10, 1030. Yeah. It's the when way I was it goes. a kid, man, I used to sleep till like noon, one o'clock. I think the guys I work with on the night crew, some of them literally come rolling in. So we start at two o'clock and I mean, I start one thirty, they start two, but they like some of them roll out of bed. Like, wow! I'm just like, what the hell, man? I've been up since like eight thirty in the morning, and these dudes. But they remind me of like my my uh, the high school version of me, man. I used to come out here in Fort Collins for the summers, and it'd be up all night playing video games till like three or four <laughs> in the morning, man. Sleep till like one or two p.m. and then do it again. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't live that lifestyle anymore. I mean, I have the late nights every night. Don't get me wrong. That's hard to sustain, but uh, you know, it's yeah. it's the way it goes for some people. My body's uh, used to going to bed about one or two. So. Right now, one of the things because it is so hard for me to get up uh, when the alarm goes off, I'll actually count myself out of sleep. So I'll count from ten to five, just laying there, eyes open, and then when I get to five, I'll pull the covers off so I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> And so from five to one, and then once I hit that zero, I'm legs are coming out of bed. I'm just getting ready to uh, get going. But uh, it's something I have to do to get going because otherwise I will just continue to sleep. Do you leave a space heater on like when you go to bed at night? Nope. Does it like the cold? So I've been doing that just because it's been negative weather here. And then I forget to set the timer. And then I wake up, it's too damn hot. And I'm like, (laughs) because when it's too hot, then it's really hard to get comfortable. But if you get that nice balance of cold and staying warm, but yeah. and but man, it's been cold, so I'm like, I, I'm turning this, stuff, I'm turning that on. I don't care. That's the funny thing. So during the day, I like it warmer. I like to be warm and comfortable. I've got a heater here in the studio. But at night, I actually like it cooler. That way, I can pull up the blankets and and you know be snuggled up and nice and warm under the covers, and uh, which is nice for sleeping. It's terrible for getting out of bed because you don't want to get out at all heck no heck no yeah so we've got the heater that kicks on in the morning and you know that helps a little bit but uh regardless you know it's tough to get up and uh you know that's that's why a morning routine is, <gasps> is a just, routine that's what you gotta do. <laughs> like i wish i could just pop out of bed and be like yeah let's knock this day down let's get going that's never that way i'm it just like blows my uh, mind that some people can do that no, I, no, and I get pissed like when I fall asleep on the couch, and I'm like, "No, there's so much I wanted to do this evening," and I fell asleep, and, and now I really just gotta get ready to go to bed. Uh, I did that last night, but I woke up at 11 p.m., so I was like, "Oh, thank God, I still got time," you know. Ooh, and then you did taxes, which was always fun, but uh... yeah, I couldn't get far. Yeah, what a what an exciting Valentine's Day, huh? Right, tacos, tacos, and ta- taxes. Hey, but I got to talk to my dad last night about uh, Thor Ragnarok. And, uh, you know, for a guy that's not geeky, nerdy, him getting excited about Thor, like, he loved it. He just, like, it was like a watch-along with him during okay. that. It was very right. cool. He's like, oh, yeah. He goes, what's that character's name? And so I got to, like, oh, this is this person. It was, it was really cool, man. Nice. Well, folks, that does it for wake up, wake up. your morning routine. Wake up! 
When we come back, we've, pounds of makeup. we've got a segment called, well, that was random. So uh, don't go anywhere. That was random. We'll see you guys in a few minutes. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 15th. Now, we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including the interactive portion of the show, where we want to hear from you guys, which is why we give you the topic 24 hours in advance. Now, tomorrow's topic is feel-old music. Not feel-good music, feel-old music. What are you hearing on uh, classic rock? What are you hearing on the oldies station that uh, were maybe songs that uh, you listened to as a kid growing up, and all of a sudden you realize it's on classic rock or oldies, and, and you know, it, it's making you feel old nonetheless. That's what we want to hear about. Give us a call at 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X R D O, or 855 336 4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment that I've titled, well, that was random, we've got our very own king of random, Tony, who, uh, you know, he, he likes to uh, just make random sounds, drop random sound bites. And I figured, you know, this might be a good opportunity where uh, people have made random observations on the Internet, share them with you guys, hopefully make you laugh a little bit because, uh, well, they are, are quite random. So let's go ahead and kick things off well with well, that was random. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Speaking of weird, you've got uh, Tumblr user Glamorous Indie Rock and Roll says, Balloons are so weird. Happy birthday. Here's a plastic sack of my breath. And it's true. <laughs> you just want a sack of my breath? Just breathe it in. It smells like rainbow unicorns and bubblegum farts. <laughs> See, there's the random... The random crap. Exactly. Even worse are the uh, mylar balloons that are filled with uh, helium. Because if you let one of those go and they go up to the ceiling where you can't reach them, they will stay there for months. They don't just lose their air like any other random balloon would, like a, uh, a latex balloon. They're there. They're there for a while. Oh, they sit there. In fact, the air sits in that for a while. I have some from my birthday, which was in May of last year. I think I have a Darth Vader and a Spider-Man still in the closet, and it's still full of air. That's crazy. It's it's weird. Well, it goes to show that uh, that mylar is not not degrading whatsoever. So no, <laughs> you no, don't want to let that go there. out. No. All right, uh, let's keep moving on with. Well, that was random. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr user Sagittarius. Let's see what they did. Sagittarius, he's a hairy bean. <laughs> says, I hate public bathrooms for all the obvious reasons, but also because one time somebody in the next stall silently reached under and untied my shoe. It was Bubba. That's why <laughs> it, that little girl was afraid to get out of there. It was Bubba. <laughs> Let me untie your shoe there, little girl. Hey, little sexy, I know you're taking a big dump. Let me <laughs> untie your shoe for you. Oh, just going to have to put the rabbit back through that hole. That would be creepy. Have you ever had anybody reach under for any reason while you were in a public bathroom stall tone? 
No, I had I had a guy like talk try to talk to me like and he was making weird noises like he was just trying to have a normal conversation and I'm just like nope I'm not did, gonna respond. Did he ask who number two works for? No. Oh okay. no, he did not. No, I've never had anyone ask for toilet paper. I've seen like somebody's foot like creep over to my stall <laughs> like why they're sitting on the pot, but. Uh, yeah, I've never had. Uh, I, like I said, I just had a mumbler guy. He kept trying to talk, and I didn't acknowledge. Good. Don't engage. It's weird. Nope. No, especially while you're while you're visiting that old Sherwood Forest, and you're letting out a big Sherbowski. You definitely, definitely don't be chatting about no, it. No, not at all. Let's keep moving on. Well, that was random. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Twitter user, sorry, Tumblr user Jenna Giame says, "Pre-nap me." Gosh, I'm just a little bit sleepy. I could use me a little nap. Post-nap me. Why? Why do I exist in the world? How do I know what is real? What is truth? I'm so thirsty. Um, I don't know about you, Tony. I don't know if you're a napper. Well, you can nap anywhere. But uh, when I try to officially nap, and we were talking morning routines in the last segment, yeah. uh, I it, it can only be a 20 to 30 minute nap because anything longer than that, I wake up not knowing where I am, what's I going hate, on. It's, I hate it's strange. taking naps in a way. Like, I like them, but I hate them. It's a double-edged sword. They feel great because you're tired and you're like, I gotta do it. But then I feel, sometimes I feel way worse. Like, when I was on the morning shifts and taking naps, oh, I felt drunk or out of it all the time. I was always tired. Um, that's why I'm not a big fan of, the, of those shifts anymore. I, I like it because you have the whole afternoon to do whatever you want, but <laughs> uh, it comes at a cost, you know? It does. And I remember one and time... you are right. I can't nap anywhere. Yeah. I am the king of just finding a spot and sleeping. I remember one time in high school, I took a nap in the afternoon, woke up at 7 o'clock in the evening, came downstairs thinking it was 7 o'clock in the morning, wondering why my parents were fully dressed, making dinner. It, it just two and two didn't come together. But uh, that's yeah. that's what naps will do to you. Yeah, they get you, man. All right. Uh, let's keep moving on. Well, that was random. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Tumblr... I have no gender, only rage, says, me before showering, I don't want to shower. Me once in the shower, I live here now. It's true, you know, you're, before you get in, it's cold, you don't want to get in, you got to wait for it to heat up, but once you get in there, it's so nice and warm, you don't want to turn that back off, because... Dude, not going to lie to you, 35-minute hot shower yesterday, didn't give a crap, no <laughs> Fs were given, dude. Hey, sometimes you got to do Why not? Dude, it was cold like yesterday like it was negative i think it was negative 13 Oof. um and i was just like you know what this house is cold everything's cold i jumped the dude didn't care yeah yeah that that's and the i just sat there and embraced it it's not like i yeah i just let it roll man yeah that's the point Big that you just wasted. wait for the hot water to run out as soon as it starts uh, getting lukewarm it's like okay i guess it's time now yeah. Dude, what's cool is this townhome, the hot water like doesn't go out. The hot water's insanely good here. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, when, when you turn on the hot water, it's like scorching hot. So like you got to be careful. You got to find that balance. So you get to start nice and low. And then when that starts to give, man, you just give it a little cranker. You're Ooh. refreshed, man. You're ready to roll. That sounds nice. Dude. That sounds nice. It's a thumbs up here. That's for sure on that. Oh, yeah. Well, let's move on. We're talking, well, that was random. Isn't that weird? <laughs> this from Tumblr user Fart Gallery. Great. Fart Gallery! It's where we like to fart every day. 
brilliant, brilliant idea for a game show. Game show where a toddler has to choose between a check for a million dollars or a small basket filled with $8.14 worth of dollar store toys. And in the corner of the TV, you can see their parents who are locked in a soundproof room watching from a screen, a screen and screaming the whole time. Does the little kid pick the check for a million dollars or the, cho- the, the kitschy toys that are bound to break right away? This, this needs to become a thing. I'm surprised Fox hasn't done this. Like, they've got the crazy mass singer and the mass dancer, and those, like, in my mind, I'm like, that is a stupid idea. But it's proved to be extremely popular. Yeah. Like, it has it. It has an audience. They have that new one where it's, like, guess that voice, where you have to guess if they can actually sing before they sing. It's terrible. But low production oh, costs. Oh, good for you. Really? Yeah, and... People Who watch is it. that? I'm I'm thinking that it's the Roger Roger guy from Star Wars. Roger Roger. Oh, I do it the whole time. That's fantastic. <laughs> I thought that was his voice. And yes, he can sing. Wait, no, yeah, no, same. he can't. Yeah, maybe he no, can't. No, he can't. Oh, he just got gonged off there. He's done. He got oh. eliminated. I need a new favorite here. I'm sorry, Doctor Ken. Can sing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And uh, yeah, Ken Ken Young is. He's like in all of these things. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Hey, good for him. He found his niche. He's like a he's like a TV hoe. He don't care. <laughs> Something comes across that guy's desk. Yep, doing it. Yep, <laughs> doing it. Oh, let's keep moving on with. Well, that was random. Isn't that weird? <laughs> We're talking just random thoughts out there on the internet. Uh, for instance, Tumblr user Megatravin says, "November is like the Thursday of the year." I don't know why this makes so much sense, but it does. It is. It's like the thursday you're so close to it being friday but it's it's not quite there yet no it's it's just within a realm and of course uh being february and today's february 15th we're still on that monday side of things so uh yeah. Yeah. you know what sucks for me is i get i get two mondays it's like today's a real monday you know for and typically for most workers today's the day well it's president's day so I guess I get to enjoy what they enjoy. Like tomorrow's my real Monday, and then I have that long stretch. <laughs> it's a good way to do it, to have an actual weekend day as the weekend, and then a weekday as part of your weekend. So that way, if you need to go to the bank, if you need to go to the post office, they're actually open. Yeah, except today. It, right, because it's President's Day. But uh, speaking of which, folks, that does it for, well, that was random. When we come back, we've got this day in history. So do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we did it. We made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Monday, February 15th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show, you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeartDoozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Macho Man. 
Save the song. Hello, man. Saves us again. Coming up the top rope. Catch me on my new show on NBC, Young Rock. Uh, I'm coming back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Which is why we bring you, at the end of each show, this day in history. Drop a little knowledge. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right. Uh, this day in 399 BC, philosopher Socrates, I mean Socrates, is sentenced to death by the city of Athens for corrupting the minds of the youth of the city and for impiety. It is a great thing that Bill and Ted swooped in, got him before he was uh, actually murdered. Excellent! I would like to talk to you about being a philosopher in my wicked ass beard here. <laughs> when they made the sculpture of me, it makes it look like I'm smelling a fart in the room. <laughs> it does a Do little you bit. you <laughs> smell a fart? I smell a fart. How about you? <laughs> oh, if only you guys like could see what Christian and I see on this. I just add that random ass humor to it poor chris doesn't know what's coming out of my mouth but i know it happens which is why we did the last segment well isn't that <laughs> random <laughs> oh dude i hope you cover this next one. Oh, might as well i assume it's uh this day in 1676 oh yeah i see a little hello me it's megadeth <laughs> isaac newton writes to robert hook if i have seen further it is by standing on the shoulders of giants don't know what he means by that because it doesn't expand on it but uh both scientists both uh, well known for what they do and uh looks... i thought i thought hook had a knife in his hand but it's a feather and he looks like a creepy tim burton version of marty friedman of megadeth and then newton looks like a cartoonish version mixture of mustaine and elveson all in one <laughs> that's why i was hoping you would mention it i just it screams megadeth just having fun yeah yeah now with a feather Little, no, I thought it was a knife. A little metal <laughs> when it comes to gravity. All right. Hello, Hook. It's Newton, me. <laughs> you better tell me about standing on the shoulders of giants. Let's move on. This day in 1830, beginning of the famous debate between French naturalist Georges Cuvier and Etienne Geoffrey St. Hilaire on animal structure. Did they sit there and go, that's the tale? No, that's the tale. No, the real tale of it is, is your hair is bushier than my hair, and check out this butt chin. It's kind of like a Peter Griffin chin there. It's a little buttsky. Actually, no, it's like uh, the butt scratcher guy from uh, butt Family scratcher. Guy. Butt scratcher. That's that's what QVA looks like there. <laughs> looks like a wimpy butt scratcher. Well, let's keep moving on. This day, nineteen twenty-two. We wouldn't be doing this without this guy. Yes, despite his name, Guglielmo Marconi begins regular broadcasting transmissions from Essex, England. And, uh, you know, it's what we do. It's, oh. it's led to where we're at. But uh, awesome first name. I'm naming my next child Guglielmo. Come on, everybody. My name is Guglielmo, Mother. And I was named after Macaroni in 1922. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. I know it says Marconi, but in my brain, my instant quick... It says macaroni. It is. That's what it looks like to that, me. That's his name now. Google, Google Elmo. Me, Google me. Ma Google, Google Elmo macaroni edition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, 
Well, let's keep moving on this day in 1927. The silent film It is released in the U.S. starring Clara Bow. Ooh, I don't know if that's... uh... Pennywise back then, huh? Yeah. She looked looked like she got down with some Pennywise back in the day. Yeah, she did. Like, she was a fiery, uh, fiery redhead, it looks like. That must be where, you know, in the most recent It films, where, you know, they have those black and white uh, footage and pictures of him. That's probably where they got it from. Yeah, that that original silent film. Yeah, my guess is that it has nothing to do with Pennywise, considering uh, Stephen King (laughs) hadn't even been born yet. (laughs) Let's keep moving on this day in 1932. As a member of gold medal winning U.S. four-man bobsled team in Lake Placid, Eddie Egan, boxing gold champion in Antwerp 1920, becomes the only Olympian to win gold medals at both the summer and winter games in different sports. Wow, that's good impressive. for Eddie Egan. He looks like a hybrid of Eddie Munster and Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah it's a mashup. <laughs> this is the Egan mash. They did the mash. The Eddie Egan mash. <laughs> Boxer and bobsledder was the name. Okay. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> Here's something I had no idea happened. This day, 1933, President-elect Franklin D. Roosevelt survives an assassination attempt, but Chicago Mayor Antoine Cermak is mortally wounded. He would die on March 29th. Fatality. Yeah, had no idea if there was an assassination attempt on uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Obviously, he was president-elect at the time, but still, who would have thought? No, if they would have just thrown the shoe, that probably would have worked. Because honestly, man, who throws a shoe? (laughs) That that was a little more uh, George H.W. Bush, right? Yeah. All right, let's keep moving on. This day in 1936. I had to read this twice when I saw it. Adolf Hitler announces construction of the Volkswagen Beetle, also known as the People's Car. I had no idea he had anything to do with it, but it's uh, no surprise that that thing was a death trap. They will have a car, and they will play Slugbug! Every time it drives by, somebody will hit you and say, <laughs> Slugbug! No Slugbacks! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, that was... Wait. Uh, I'm screaming. I apologize. I'm screaming into the camera and the microphone. Probably not good for the listeners. Uh, I was trying to show you my Hitler stash, but I could hide it. If only that was the only thing he was known for, unfortunately. uh, Things went very downhill from there. Hitler in a positive light is Taika Waititi's version. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Even that, you have to know the context of it to... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Put those two words together. So let's keep rolling on this day in 1941. Duke Ellington first records Take the A Train. Again, Duke Ellington, just a a rock star of his time. Yeah, let's take the A Train, because if you miss it, the B Train is full of crackheads. Yeah. (laughs) Let's move on this day in 1950. Walt Disney's animated film Cinderella premieres in boston hey we were just talking uh, uh disney facts and so uh it is the anniversary of the first appearance of cinderella 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 always here cinderella uh ghost ghost <laughs> let's move on this day in 1965 apparently this website thinks that we need to know everything about the beatles because on this day john lennon passes his driving test okay <laughs> that that's that that's an event of interest right there today I'm going to go get my driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. 
doesn't make any sense. All right, let's let's keep moving on. This day in 1978, escaped mass murderer Ted Bundy is recaptured in Pensacola, Florida. Fatality. Ooh, that's Mm. scary that he escaped. Bundy, Florida, Florida man beginnings. They go hand in hand, that's for sure. They do. You know, right now, if uh, Friday was listening to the show, she would chime in. They're having weather technical difficulties in Nebraska. Oh no! So I don't get my, I'm not getting my typical Friday updates. But this would be one of interest for her. Not only that, but this one, this date in 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer is found sane and guilty of killing 15 boys. Fatality. And eating them. He was a sicko. Yeah. Something definitely wrong with him. Uh, also, this day in 1992, the 100th episode of Cops airs on Fox. That'd be a strange bad boys, time. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> oh, this day in 1996, NFL coaching maestro, as they put it, Bill Belichick, is fired by Cleveland, finishing his Browns coaching career with a record of 36 and 44. God. And then he faded into obscurity, never to coach yeah, again. He, and... he became such a horrible coach, you know? Like, I, I heard that he just sucks so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, I wonder whatever happened to him. I guess the world will never know. Hmm. Wonder. (laughs) And then finally, this day in 2011, U.S. President Barack Obama awards writer and activist Maya Angelou the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And uh, of all people, she does definitely had deserved that back then. Like Maya Angelou. (laughs) Uh, We can always pull it back to an Austin Powers reference, can't we? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Well, folks, uh, as we like to do to round out the show, let's drop some of today's holidays on you before we leave. This is where we talk about the things that we, well, celebrate. So, for instance, today is Annoy Squidward Day. Ah, ma, ma. Hey, Squidward. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, my guess is Nickelodeon uh, option to they have that as threw, a national. What, they just threw a damn day. They're like, throw a dart at the board. What kind of day is today? Right. <laughs> okay, no Squidward Day. That'll get over. Maybe they threw a gumdrop at the board because today is National Gumdrop Day. Oh, goody, goody. Here's one that I want to know more about. It is St. Skeletor's Day. Hey, he man. <laughs> when did they anoint him a saint? That is... That is crazy. We became good. It is National Hippo Day. It is National I Want Butterscotch Day. It is Singles Awareness Day, Tony. Of course, it is President's Day. It is Susan B. Anthony Day. Uh, Remember the main day. It is Shrove Monday. Have no idea what that means, but folks. Shrove the Grove. That does it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow on a Tuesday with Animal Tales. In the meantime, enjoy your President's Day Monday. Peace.